Because all my men just turned 11 years old last week, I thought I'd take a break on Coffee Shop Conversations from talking to folks in the music industry and talk to myself. And you! I helped found all men in 2009. Later, I'll tell you why, in case you've never heard that story before. What else are we going to talk about besides, of course, the future? I don't know. Let's just find out. Oh, and by the way, next week, we'll be talking with Ticket Tomatoes' Amy Maxwell, no stranger to the podcast, about the future of concerts, and the following week to percussionist and actor Caton Lyles. And our eternal thanks to Keith Schreiner and Derek Sims, recording as Jazz Tronica, for our theme music called Ghost Jazz. Away Man just had our 11th anniversary. A lot has happened to us, to me, and the world in that time. In our little OMN world, we've had triumphs, betrayals, wonderful writing, shitty writing, beautiful photography, thoughtful interviews, and thousands of posts about music in Oregon. I guess if someone had told me in October 2009 that we'd still be publishing stories in photo galleries and podcasts about music 11 years later, I would have been happy and surprised. I really didn't have expectations for how long we'd be around. Given the times of our birth, I had no idea what to expect. These are different times. These days, when someone greets you with, how are you doing? They really mean it because you never know. I'm just lucky. I check all of the boxes for catching the thing and quickly dying. I also don't know anyone who's gotten it or know anyone who has told me they know somebody who's gotten it. Of course, I think about it all the time. Before I get to how we started, just an update on how OMN is doing, in case you were wondering. We're alive. When the pandemic hit and the clubs and venues shut down, we lost all of our advertising. Luckily for us, I guess, we were on a very lean shop and we survived on money in the bank. Lately, we've landed some ads, and you'll see them soon. And we're going to be getting a small COVID grant. Small, but not small to us. Very big to us. Life-saving to us. So we're not going anywhere. A larger loss has been the loss of the music and our ability to bring it to you. We had at least a dozen photographers documenting clubs, concert halls, giant venues, and festivals. They were an incalculable value to us and to you, too. That stopped. And I sure can't criticize any photographer who doesn't want to be working in public. When the music stopped, Marty's Music Kitchen podcast stopped, and Inessa no longer hosted interviews in her home. I kept coffee shop conversations through phone and Skype, and I hate phone and Skype audio. <laughs> it was a good day when Artichoke Music opened their cafe to us again, although having to use masks does cut down on the intimacy. Carmen Kintz, who had been one of our photographers for a few years, had a great idea. An executive produced OMN Live for over six months. The live streaming brought music-hungry audiences and the audience-hungry musicians together on Sundays. Scott Cunningham, our managing director, has begun putting up other streaming events. The rest of what's going on has to do with what OMN has become. When I first drew up the plans for what we would be, people were still reading. Podcasts were scarce. People were still buying CDs. Spotify didn't exist. People carried Sony Walkman or iPods. Things were different. I'd like to say I saw what was coming, but I didn't. I didn't know enough to realize that we had to do everything. Cover all genres of music with stories, audio, and a few video interviews. And lots and lots of photos. Lots. I'll get back to the first days in a minute. This is not going to be a rant. In 2015, after struggling with a top-heavy, platform-weary site that was breaking down a lot, we redesigned the site and rethought who we are. 
I cannot tell you how frustrating it was when the original site would break down. I did not display good temperament. I can tell you that since 2015, the new site has not broken down once, and I have found other things to worry and be pissed about. It was around that time that I decided that, for the most part, but not entirely, most music fans weren't as interested in reading stories about music as I thought they were when we started. That's why we turned to mostly multimedia, and we're doing well with it until the world got sick. I had plans for OMN to be a one-stop site for all music in Oregon. Don't laugh, I really did. I planned to have an editor for each genre who would put up three pieces per week, and I had a publisher who said we could afford it. That publisher was wrong, but at first we blasted out the chute just doing what I had planned. We had writers of all ages, 14 to 75. I'll never forget when the great Oregon writer Jack Berry sent me a piece about the band Oregon the week we started. I read it, nearly busted out crying and said to myself, this is why I started this magazine. You can read it below. Hey, listen, I'm recording this on Thursday, November 5th, and the election results aren't in, and I'm insane. If I don't finish this tonight, I'll put it up tomorrow. That's Friday. Anyway, John Nastos, the saxophone player, built the original site on WordPress, doing some of the work while he was playing in the pit band at Portland Center Stage. Our original publisher and I searched for startup money. We thought we had snagged it when, of course, it didn't happen. We decided to go on with it anyway. Not a great business decision, but the idea of OMN was burning a hole in my brain. I started recruiting writers. They were going to be paid. At first they were, and then the failure of the business plan kicked in, but everyone who was working on OMN had faith in the project and kept working. I still am. The run-up to launch was crazy. I was working 14 and 15-hour days, and then around 11 p.m. on October 6, 2009, Nastos hit a key on his laptop, and we were up. Here is what I wrote about what we wanted to be. Funny thing, a lot of it has come true. I must have felt like Charles Foster Kane upon the first run of his newspaper. I had had some experience launching publications before. As I look at it now, 11 years after John Nastos pushed the button and we went live, I find that, yes, we were naive in some of our goals, but we were also idealistic and we knew what we wanted OMN to be. No, it didn't turn out exactly what we, as we wanted, but neither did the music industry nor the world. What's interesting to me is that what we've accomplished and what goals we've met, I think all, well, most of the folks who have been involved in making OMN these 11 years can be proud of what we've done, certainly, certainly enough to keep on doing it. Having said that, here's what went up on October 26th, 2009. I said, I am editor-in-chief of this thing. I want you to know what this is and why we're doing it. The second thing I want you to know is that even, even though we're entering this world with pretty amazing talents on board, we're not yet what we're going to be. We'll be adding new features and more information weekly. There's an internet axiom that says if people don't find exactly what you want from the first time they visit, they won't come back. We think you're smarter than that. We think you understand that we're growing, and although we know you may not be as excited about our growth as we are, we want you to bookmark us and come back often. Oregon Music News exists because there is no longer one source for news and information about music in Oregon. When our sources of information moved to the Internet, they fractured into small pieces. You can find out about one type of music here, another one there, and each has value, but to our way of thinking, everyone likes more than one type of music. Why not have a source on the web where you can find it all, including what's new, who's playing and where, 
plus profiles of your favorite musicians and those who may end up as your favorites. Wouldn't you like to have all that presented in an easy-to-use site packed from one end to the other with everything you'd ever want to know about music in Oregon? That's our aim, to be your music source. We've gathered the best writers we could find in just every genre you can think of. Some of us have been around a long time. Some of us are just starting out. Some of us are writing in their prime, but all of us love the music. Our inspiration for making an all-genre resource is Music Millennium and Terry Courier. The store is one of the last places in the state where you can walk in and buy a recording of any genre of music. We've partnered with him in spirit, and we're very happy to live on his homepage as well as our own. Terry's reputation for honesty and goodwill and support for Oregon music and musicians is legendary. We hope we can live up to it. In that spirit, we pledge that we will never be a pay-for-play magazine. If you see an ad for a venue or a band, you have my personal pledge and that of all of us, our advertisers, although we love them, will never influence the journalism you will find on this site. We hope you'll enjoy our social networking functions, our original videos, our web radio show. We want you to be a part of what we're doing. You won't find your music excluded because of your age or any other demographic factor. No matter what you like, we want you to be able to find about it here. Find out all, find out all about it here. Yeah, it's a major challenge to provide that. And we will not debut fully formed, but we're up to it. We're not a music industry publication. Yes, I said publication because that's what we online. Because Just because we're online doesn't mean we're not. We're journalists, but we're music consumers like you. As James Brown used to like to say, kick off onto one and let the boogie do the rest. And there we went. To tell you the truth, a lot of what's happened over the years is a blur. And not all of it a good blur. The gigs, the festivals, the people we treasure, and the ones we don't. But you don't want to hear about that. I'm surprised you've listened this long. Let's just say that OMN has a future. With Anna Amon, our publisher, making things happen, and writing at times, we're lucky. We're lucky to have her. We're lucky to have everyone who is working for us, has ever worked for us, and will work for us again when the pandemic leaves. Our greatest need right now is content. And with the pandemic reaching springtime levels, I'm not sure how we're going to get it. Are you a writer, a photographer, a podcaster, a filmmaker? Need clips of any sort? Genre doesn't matter. Your content matters. And while we're hanging on by our fingernails like everyone else, and until we get a vaccine, you've got a place here. Don't need to get paid? Yeah, I know, I know, but that's life. Another part of the nightmare of 2020. We are a volunteer organization. Anyway, if you need an audience, shoot me an email at tomd at oregonmusicnews.com and let's talk about it. This was supposed to be funnier, but things ain't funny these days. We return you now to our regularly scheduled podcast. Next Thursday, I mean.